the brothers Terry are family. Sadly, that does not mean they are family-friendly. This podcast almost certainly contains language that will offend their mother, and probably yours. Sorry, moms. Also, their opinions that you probably don't care about may or may not be shared by those who sponsor this podcast. I have nothing funny to say. Cue that theme song. Is it not funny? Should I do something else? I think you should do something else. Well, the, I thought, I was trying to think of what would be funny for the intro, and then I thought, it's funny on the intro if you don't have an intro because you were dumb and couldn't think of one. <laughs> what's fun? Okay, tell me what's funny. What's funny to Steven? I mean, like, having it come off, like, forci- forcibly like this, like, hey, do something funny, you know what I mean? That's not, there's a, you've, 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 in the past in the episodes, you've been really good about just taking our, our, our banter before hand. Right, but okay, but still. kids fall off bikes. <laughs> I hurt Love my you. knee. Cue that theme song. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't answer my question though. What's funny to Stephen? Just give me what. What do you find funny in life? And I'll base it on that. Uh, do you have any humor in your life whatsoever? <laughs> you guys, you guys know better than I do. No, we know better than you. What's funny? No, Pooin about my life. <laughs> Pooin. I just took a dump. Cue that theme song. <laughs> See, Russell's good. He's giving me lots of good stuff here. What do you find funny? I don't know. Dramatic, okay. dramatic ironies? Dramatic irony is funny? Well, then guess what? I have nothing funny to say. Do <laughs> <laughs> that <theme> song. <laughs> That's going to be the longest intro we've ever had, because I'm probably going to keep all 40 seconds of that oh, in there. Man. That was good. Yeah, see, once once we start bouncing off of each other and, and not texting in the middle of the podcast, we do very well together. <laughs> Steven rolls his eyes. <laughs> his eyes. <laughs> it's okay. We'll wait. I'm fine. Go. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Uh, well, let me pull out my agenda here. Uh, I'm the oldest brother, Jamie, uh, and I... Good thing you grabbed the agenda for that. You'd <laughs> 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 <To> be lost. <laughs> I'm the no. oldest brother, Jamie, and I am ambidextrous, kind of. I, I write left-handed, but I do most other things right-handed, like uh, swinging a bat, a golf club, uh, most sports stuff right-handed, but swinging no. Swinging a bat, he says. Okay. Right, right. I knew it was going to go there, and that, I no, that's right-handed as well. So <laughs> Nice. The dead giveaway is that none of us play sports. <laughs> I just golf. Man, we should play more sports. Maybe we should base season two of our podcast on sports. That's not a bad idea. Hint? I'm open to new experiences. I'm Steven. I'm the middle brother, and I am right-handed. That's it? I mean... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you you, you don't have more than... (laughs) Right-handed. And I'm Russ. I'm the youngest, and I am right-handed. But I I can detail a drawing with my left hand. But predominantly right-handed. What does that mean? You can detail a drawing. So I'll draw the drawing, but then to like do eyelashes, I do better lashes with like my flick of my left wrist. It's uh, weird. Oh yeah. So you're so you're eyelash left-handed. Yeah. <laughs> you're lash. I'm, I'm you're lash, a lash lefty. A, a lefty lash. What? Lefty lash. Yes. You're a lefty so lash, dude. Does that mean 
Would you would you be um, better with your wand in the Harry Potter universe with your left hand then? Probably with a swish and the flick. flick. Yeah, is that a thing? I in like Harry that reference. If you're right-handed, do you use a, your wand in your right hand in Harry Potter? Absolutely. Oh, okay. You should Absolutely. always duel with your dominant you, hand. Yes, I was just gonna say that. Have you been brushing up on what your if, on your Harry Potter knowledge? I've always been there. What if you're ambidextrous? <laughs> You get two wands? Yeah, you do. Absolutely. Are you and then serious? you're the most powerful wizard and you defeat he who must not be named <laughs> with either hand or both. Hagrid? Hagrid is not. <laughs> we don't speak his name. Oh, no, that's not he who this. must not be named. <laughs> what are you? Now, now you lost it. No, no. Here's the thing. If, if you have a title like he who must not be named, that could be like you just can't name anybody. What do you mean? I mean like this yeah, sentence works. Mean? Like he who must like... Who, who must not be named? Oh, I can't tell you, so you'll never know. <laughs> well, I mean, do we have time to get into this? Because that's what was so great about him being he who must not be named. That's all you need to say, and everybody knows who you're talking about. That's how like big of a deal he was. But let's say I come in to the castle... Maybe I'm just a, a filthy mudblood. I'm just a muggle. I've never been there before. And if you're so, a muggle, you can't get into Hogwarts. Like, what are you talking about? Um, yeah. Check your facts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, as like a third party, if I had heard this for the first time, it says he must not be named. I'm still like, oh, I'm not. I'm not like shaking in my boots with fear. I'm just like, oh, who? Well, well that's interesting. Who must be named? You know who didn't know who he was? Harry Potter. <gasps> Read a fucking book. Or seven. <laughs> there are seven. <gasps> nice job. Oh, that was that was one holy hell of a tangent from <laughs> what we were supposed to be saying. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm right-handed. Have, we we did have a couple housekeeping notes that we wanted to go over. First and foremost, uh we did not plan out to do the prep boy chef boy uh episodes. So, sorry moms who subscribe to Patreon and kid. Uh, scheduling wise we didn't finish it so we're not going to do one this episode just so that we can catch up uh, so that the three of us have time to meet up and do that but my only housekeeping note aside from Stephen put on here uh, be careful Russell's laughter is broken we have to be careful we can't make him laugh <laughs> super hard this, this go around yeah we'll, we'll break him what happened what happened to your laugher I got surgery and it just hurts to laugh Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> I'm the, sorry. We'll the, try to keep the we'll try to keep the ultimate comedy that we bring to this podcast <laughs> every month. We'll try to keep it to a bare minimum chuckle. Got it. I was thinking maybe we'll we take could it e from three chuckle fuck to one <laughs> one, one chuckle one fuck. <laughs> we could even make this episode just strictly um, educational and. Um, <laughs> I, no, <laughs> we can't do it. Yeah. yeah the the last it. couple of weeks during his recovery, though, have been the funniest and saddest thing for me in the world. We Yeah, we're recording a week late, though, because I got a text from Russell that was like, hey, we got to push it back. It hurts to laugh. Oh, I could not laugh. <laughs> like, I could, but I had to, every time I'd go to laugh, I had to grab my, my stitches and go, ah, ah. And, and try to just hold back the laughter. It would hurt him every time he would laugh, so everything was restrained. And so anytime I've been around him, interacted with him, and he's been laughing, it's just like him yeah. trying to hold back. He goes, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. No, it's fun. It's cute. It's kind of adorable is what it is. Well, it would be these like laughing tangents, and then we would start laughing at him laughing, and then he would start laughing at us laughing, and it would just be this it thing where like we had to leave the worse room. worse and worse. So he could not in pain. <laughs> Poor so boy. I, yeah. Rest of this episode, I just wanted to be careful with Russell's laugh. His, his laugh is busted. Well, 
I, I know personally, I'll probably have my my humor levels toned down because I'm I'm a little to be honest. Can I be honest right now? Is this a is this a zone of honesty? Yeah, I'm a little hungover. Zone of oh, yeah, and you what? It, yeah, I'm a little hungover because we were going to talk about alcohol this episode. So I was doing some research. <laughs> I was just doing some. Uh, You're re- It was research for the podcast. You have a problem. Yeah, and it's being hungover, and now now I've learned to never drink again. Look at this. All right, it's the morning. You're already drunk. <laughs> I, I I am also hungover. I haven't drank for a week since my surgery, and I really wanted to get at it. You probably shouldn't admit that you're hungover right after having major surgery. Major? Yeah, your doctor. I know your doctor is a he's a subscriber. He's, yeah, he's an audience, and yeah. he's gonna be real disappointed in you. Well, on the paper, it said to wait 24 hours before consuming alcoholic beverages after the surgery. 24 hours and one second, Russell's like <laughs> shotgun and beers. No, it's been a week or two. I don't remember. <laughs> about, a, about a week, though. Yeah. You know why you don't remember? Huh. Because you killed all your brain cells with <laughs> you alcohol. You drink too much. <laughs> when, yeah. So I never really was a drinker, though, like ever in my life. I my remember father, that. I, I was very even... I was very like Peter Priest did about it. That's a that's a term for non-local listeners uh, that people use for Mormons who are very very strict in their standards for specifically males. Molly Mormons, uh, you might hear that for females, uh, but Peter boys. Priested. Yeah, Peter Peter Priest did for the for the guys who uh, really are really strict on those rules, and that was always me for a very very long time. And even when we moved out of our parents' house, I was always like, no alcohol in the house. Keep it down. I have to be up at 5 o'clock to get to the deli. I didn't sound like that. I don't know why I'm giving myself a weird voice <laughs> for back then. Uh, but I was always just like, so I, I, I never, yeah, I, I was always like the I anti-partier. Mean, I mean, you had your opinion and, you know, your preferences, but I don't think you were condescending like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Uh, because... Uh, when I'm ref- when I'm reflecting on those memories with my friends, they they do that voice and they make it sound like I was. So I'm glad to hear because I was probably closest to you. So I'm glad to hear you don't <laughs> think that I was. Uh, I think you might have been. I was pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never I never like looked down on anyone else for doing it or anything. Right. I just personally was like, I always want to be in control of my faculties. I don't I don't like losing control of my. But I didn't know what I was talking about because I'd never tried it. So I didn't know and I didn't drink. My my first drink I had, I was 23 years old and uh, I had gone to New York for the first time in my life to see a bunch of Broadway shows. And that's like, that's my jam. I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. So while we were out there, uh, a friend of mine was like, we're going to have a hell of a time tonight. I rented a limo. It's going to take us to the medieval festival. So we went to a medieval jousting festival and I'm like in my element now. I'm in New York seeing Broadway shows. I'm like watching people joust and I'm at a medieval show and I'm like... Was it medieval times? Yeah, it was medieval times. Oh, hell yeah. It was so cool and everybody's drinking ale out of their mugs and big old tall steins of filled with wines and all sorts. So I was like, if I'm ever going to drink, this is the moment in which I drink. For sure. So I had had a tall glass of white wine. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Spicy. It was fancy, and then that's all we drank for the rest of the weekend. Someone got another bottle or four of wine, and I had another glass. So my first introduction was at 23 years old, the medieval festival. I had some uh, some, some nice white wine. Some it was nice classy. fermented grape juice. And then, <laughs> then when we got home, I stopped telling my roommates that we couldn't have alcohol and weed in the house, and 
I got over it and I said, okay, I'll drink with you. And the first time I had like a shot of vodka, everybody was like, dude, it's rough. So like (laughs) here, you're going to want like this orange soda to chase it. And I'm like, oh, that's what a chaser is. Like I didn't know. I was just learning all this. So I I remember taking my first shot and it was, it was lime rum and it went down so smooth. It was just, it was gone. I was like, what are you guys talking about? So I was like, boom, 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 shot, 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 shot. Like they wrote that song for me. <laughs> and I was, because I could just do it. No problem. I didn't know what the fuck everyone was talking about. Like, this is fine. Why does everybody like make a weird face after drinking? It made no sense to me. Then the next morning, <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa, I get it. Never again in my life have I touched lime rum. I haven't been able to. I... I I can relate. Actually, I don't like limes anymore, and I didn't realize that till just now. That's probably why. Limes are delicious. Limes are the best. Well, not when you shoot them with a whole bottle of, like, and one of the big ones, too. It's like a party-sized bottle. I drink the whole thing. Gross. What it really was. I can't do flavored flavored liquor. (laughs) A party-sized bottle. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so, just thinking of it like candy bars. They're like fun size, shareable size. <laughs> well, they have those. It's like the fun size are the size you get at the airplane. <laughs> the mini, the they, mini bottles. Yeah, just enough to piss you off. I, I mean, they always make me happy. No, <laughs> no amount of alcohol piss me off. You just got to get a couple of them, and then you're really happy. <laughs> They're fun in like a Harajuku way. Like it's cute because it's tiny. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> But yeah, I was really late bloomer with alcohol. Steven, when was your first? I was 15 years old. 15? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, um, I, I had already, I'd already been pretty curious about it, and I, I wasn't shy enough to, um, you know, be like, hmm, I'm going to play hard, <laughs> go, go out of hard with some white wine. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> like, we, hmm. we went hard. We were, I was with my friend and his family. We had gone on a vacation. Well, they they asked me to join them on a family trip up to Canada to see their extended family. You didn't want to use their full name? Not this time. Oh, he's learning. (laughs) He's sober. So we're up in Canada (laughs) with their family. (laughs) (laughs) And um, we had, uh, I don't know, just just some free time in between visiting family and stuff like that. And the adults wanted to go off and do their thing. So it was me and my buddy and his older sister. And... She was like, "Hey, hope you guys are cool with this. Like, you know, like offended or anything, but I, I kind of, kind of need to get loosey goosey right now, you know." And so, she went out and got some stuff. And the first drink I ever had, she was like, "I don't know if you're gonna like this for your first drink, but you can try it if you want to." And it was uh, uh, Jägermeister. Jäger was your first <laughs> drink. Was my first. That's kind of hard. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it was pretty good actually. I, I, I remember tasting it and being like, "Oh, it was like." It's thicker, it's like molasses-y, licorice-y almost. I was like, I, I can get into drinking. This is fine. <laughs> and me, me and Jane, uh, me and my friend, uh, got a little bit of uh, root beer. <laughs> got some root beer, mixed it together and drank it and just kept going for a while. And then eventually walked over across the street from where we were staying. There was like this golf course. We walked over there. And just You... Drank at a golf course? No, we, we drank at our hotel room and then walked across the street. Oh, and the then street walked over to the golf course. To the golf course. And I don't remember much after that. I remember we tried to sneak into the bar that was underneath the hotel. and At 15? Yeah, we were standing there just like, we had this undeserved amount of confidence. And 
<laughs> we, we didn't have the balls to like open the door and walk in. We did the weird like we were stood there, waited for someone else to come out and with the swinging door. We like peeked in like, with our heads and then tried to walk in. And like immediately some guy was just like, just get out. Like, <laughs> or get out. Get out. <laughs> get did you like get drunk or like even tipsy that night? Because I the first time I drank, it wasn't like nothing. It was a glass of white wine. It wasn't like blackout or anything like that, but we definitely, you know, wanted to see what the fuss was about and kept going until everything was like you're on a ship. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of rocky, and I think we slowed down there. Oh. Well, that's good. A lot of people, when they drink the first time, they don't pace themselves. They just hit it hard, and then they hit the floor. I didn't. Like me with my... <laughs> well, you have the best first drinking story. I know we've teased it a little bit oh, in earlier yeah. episodes, but it is one of my favorite stories in general. I don't think he was referring to that, but that is technically the first time that, you had that a drink. That is technically the first time it entered my body. Yes. Well, yeah, that's that's the story I want to tell. I don't care about adult ruffle <laughs> drinking. <laughs> but you bought me my first bottle. I did? You did. Let's table that, because I want to hear that story in earnest in a moment. But I want to tell this little... I want to tell... <laughs> All right. And I want, I want Stephen to tell it. Yeah, as you say, I want him to tell from, it, because I don't remember no, wait. most. I want to hear it from your perspective, though. Well, if you don't remember it, I do want Stephen to tell it. We'll, we'll tell it in collaboration. Um, by this point, I was a little more uh, seasoned in, in the art of drinking, and by which I mean, I was <laughs> 15 and a half. Yeah, exactly. No, like I, I was, a, I was a little older, a little wiser, but I was still young enough to like not drink like a responsible, almost adult. You know what I mean? I was still just like, yeah, if we're going to drink, we're going to hit it hard. And I would just pour half a bottle into a fucking slushy or whatever. You know what I mean? And de definitely was abusing it as a kid, not realizing how far you can go with these kinds of right. things. And so if I had a drink, I didn't just like make a little after school drink and take the edge off. I like I, I went fucking hard. You know what I mean? Like you do when you're. Yeah. You know. When you're uneducated. <laughs> well, I was going to say you've just even introducing yourself to drinking. Exactly. Like you but, don't you don't do it to take the edge off as a kid. That's yeah. an adult. Do it to get fucked up. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> so I had a bottle of. It was vodka. I don't remember if it was flavored or not. I think it was just some sh sh bottom shelf shit like Smirnoff or something. I don't fucking know. Whipped. Yeah. Oh, oh God. That stuff's <laughs> nasty. <laughs> yeah, but I I, I usually, I, I would never drink anything straight because I was still young and, you know, and stuff like that. I, I, would always, I would always mix it with something overly sweet and stuff like that. And so I remember I wanted to fix myself a drink at home one day. And I wanted to play on the computer. This was way back when we had one family computer downstairs. You know what I mean? And we all had to share it and have computer time. It was riddled with viruses from <laughs> LimeWire downloads oh, yeah. and trying to assemble the latest 311 album one song at a time yep. at 56 kilobytes per hour. <laughs> Still, I would download like... Dragon Ball Z compilations to Linkin Park songs off of LimeWire and stuff like that. It was so cool. <laughs> I remember um, one, it was computer time and I was like, oh, I'm going to get drunk and play computer games because that sounded like a great idea to young Steven. And sounds so, like a great idea to adult Jamie, to be honest. Sounds like an awesome idea now. <laughs> well, I go ahead and I grab a glass and I, like I said, I go hard. I'm not trying to like just have a couple shots here. I went and I found the biggest cup that we had and it was this really really comically tall 
novelty cup from the Hard Rock Cafe. It was like this really big, tall glass cup. And I was like, that's perfect. Aren't those beer cups? Yeah, they are. Okay. Yeah. Why do we have those? They're just tall. Oh my gosh. Mom. You got some explaining to do. (laughs) (laughs) Snoop. (laughs) I remember um, I grabbed that, though. I filled it up pretty considerably full, like about at least halfway, I think, with the the vodka. And then uh, I was pussy. I was like, I want to mix it with something, but. I scoured the pantry, the fridge, everything. We didn't have any, like, soda or nothing like that to mix it with that I normally would have. I didn't know what to do. And so I kept searching, searching, and I eventually found Kool-Aid in the pantry. Unmixed, packaged Kool-Aid. And so I was like, oh, sweet. So it was I a staple at our house. It yeah. really was. So red fruit punch Kool-Aid, made a big old batch of it, and then poured the rest into the cup. Went downstairs and sat it down by the computer. And then I thought... I don't remember what it was, but I had forgotten something. I was like, oh, shit, I got to go around to my room and get something. So I did. And I'm really excited to, get, you know, mom and dad are gone. I'm going to get drunk, play computer games. And I get whatever it was upstairs. And I come back downstairs just in time to see Russell standing next to the desk where the computer is sitting. And he's holding the cup. And it's not like he's examining it or anything. He's drinking it. And <laughs> he's, he's got it angled up higher than his like, head is. You know, when you have to really, really tip it to get the last little bit of the cup. <laughs> and I look just in time to see the bright red Kool-Aid color of through the clear glass going down and into his gullet. <laughs> See, I thought it was blue. No, it was red. Oh, shit. I remember being red. Damn. Yeah. Just, I remember being mortified, though. Russell, you, you had to have been, what, eight? Eight. Probably mortified <laughs> and disappointed that you're down some alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And the only <laughs> packet of Kool-Aid that was left. <laughs> yeah, no. Not like mortify the my my eight year old brother's drinking this. Just my vodka. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was terrified because my little my little kid brother just drank that whole thing. It was big. It was a lot. When you've recounted the story before, though, it's you saw him drinking it and you tried it. No, no, no. And so you, you know you hurry mm-hmm. over, but you just drink it faster because the three of us when we were kids, that's what you had to <laughs> yeah. do. You no. had to eat it the fastest, oh, yeah. or drink it the fastest. <laughs> Otherwise, one of the other brothers is going to get to it. I'm pretty no. sure I started drinking it because whenever I would want to drink, you would like drink it quickly so I couldn't have any. And so we, I was probably oh, doing yeah, it. Oh yeah, Russell got, got that the worst from both of us. Oh he, for he sure. I'm sure, but yeah, that, that, that is what I remember like lunging toward him in, in a panic, like, oh God, no, stop. And I'm, yeah, I'm sure he did do that. Like, he puts the cup down and he just goes, wipes his lips. Ah, that tasted weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And then I just, I didn't know what to do. And because it was, like I said, big, tall glass, a lot of vodka. So I kind of monitored him the rest of the day and. He didn't do much or act too different. He got a little woozy, a little lethargic even, and then he just went upstairs and fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> took a nap. Yeah. Much took like a- adult Russell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting him to get sick and like just yak all over the stairs or something, and me have to explain to mom why Russell's vomiting this like neon red <laughs> shit all over our carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you remember it, Russ? Is there anything you would change about yeah, that like story? We, no. I, I know I went, I drank it, and I know I said that tasted weird. I know if I went right to bed. And you took a nap. Yeah. Yep. You went upstairs. I think you played in the kitchen or I, I think with the car mat or something for a while. You, you did something 
interactive for a minute. I went I, drunk driving at eight years oh old on God. the car mat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just remember like kind of peeking around the cows, like making sure you're okay for a, for a short while at least. You were you just kind of being yourself, just playing, having fun, and then you kind of got like, oh, whoa. <laughs> you went and laid down. I'm playing cards too hard, man. Oh. Yeah. Could have been, could have turned out a hell of a lot worse. That, that <laughs> was my first experience with alcohol. I have a similar story, though. Um, it isn't not as funny because it's not alcohol, but it's the reason I can't eat pastrami anymore. Oh, no. Um, you were, uh, so when you and I worked at Gandalfo's, I don't think I was there yet. It was just you at Gandalfo's at this point because you started there first, right? Mm, yes. That's a, that's a deli for anyone who doesn't know. Um, I think it's a local chain. Oh, no. They're national. Yeah. New York. That's it's right. In the title. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't start in New York. It's based on New York delis. New York inspired. This is a tangent from my story. <laughs> New York inspired deli. Anyways, you work there. They have awesome, have awesome breakfast sandwiches. And that was always one you get your, you know, one free sandwich per shift when you're working. And so you'd usually, well, I would usually take one home. You often did. And the breakfast sandwiches were so good. And you had uh, taken one home. And uh, on the same desk, down by the computer, mm -hmm. uh, there was uh, a Gandalfo sandwich sitting there. And uh, I was looking around, like it's on a poppy seed Kaiser, it's got egg, cheese, and then whatever meat's on there. And they're just, oh, they're so delicious. So I saw us sitting there as I was walking into my room into the basement. And I looked around for you. I didn't see you. You weren't in there. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna slam this sandwich before you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and eat half of it in one bite. So before this guy can stop me because they're so good. I'm like Steven's gonna do nothing about it. So I walk over to it. I pick it up. I stuff as much of it into my mouth as I can. I chomp down and start chewing, swallow. And then I realized that that had been sitting there for God knows how long. <laughs> the pastrami <laughs> tasted like Bernie <sighs> and the eggs were very not at all good and rubbery and the bread was so stale. And But I was like trying to eat it as fast as I could. <laughs> so I, I was like, ah, ah, and it was it was disgusting. And There's a decent chance I made it like the day before and put it in the fridge or something and then just had it sit by, by the computer. And then forget about it. You well, know. I asked you, how long was that sitting there? And you were like, did you eat it? <laughs> yeah, like, that's been there for a couple days. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Why did we try to eat or drink everything as fast as possible that wasn't ours? I don't know, but it's made me an overeater in life. <laughs> yeah. And I eat so anytime we do anyone with anything and it's, we're like having a meal with friends. I'm like, <laughs> I'm done and everyone has a full play. I'm like, crap. <laughs> but like all growing because up, that's how it was. Nothing was ours. Nothing was safe. Anything that we got that like we could savor and enjoy. We were just, we had vultures. We yeah. Had, yeah. <laughs> we had to keep it either, either enjoy it really fast or hide it to keep it precious. This might sound stupid, but I think of, uh, Sunday dinners when we would get together, sit down, actually sit down at the table as a family and have a Sunday dinner. Mm -hmm. Mom would oftentimes cook a full chicken. And I loved the chicken legs because you could hold the leg and eat it right off the leg. I thought that was really cool. There were three of us, but only two legs. Mm. So you had to be really fast <laughs> to get that leg. And I don't know. I, I, I just, when I think of what started the whole eating quicker than my brother's thing, I, I go back to the Sunday chicken. 
the Sunday chicken. I don't. Know. I just go back to macaroni because I always felt like it was a competition for me to eat the most See? bowls of macaroni. I just go back to her mashed potatoes and hamburger gravy, like mashed potatoes and hamburger oh, gravy. That was the, that was, yes. I haven't had that in so long. Snoops, you made the best hamburger gravy with mashed potatoes that's, and that, hamburger that helper. Oh, oh man, man. staple on it. I just, but you hear this? We're like we're listing all these different things. You're eating chicken. I'm eating hamburger <laughs> gravy. He's eating what was it? Macaroni. Macaroni. And <laughs> we're all eating it as fast all, as we can before the other so brother the other can get to it. it. We're all eating different shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh man! Uh, we, you and I now have both uh, referenced mom as Snoops uh, during this episode, and that made me realize I did forget one housekeeping note, which was uh, mom actually sent me a video of the windowsill and showed me. She's like, "Look, I'm trying to lift it, and it, it's not going up." So she sent me like a video message that the windowsill did not move. Um, I will say that I don't think she was trying to lift it very hard. And there was a whole bunch of stuff sitting I on top say, of it. it sounds, so, sounds staged. Uh, yeah, it, it could be. <laughs> I have, I have yet to go over and verify, but I can help you. I was there. I went there the day that she did that. Cause she just said, I just sent Jamie a polo. I was there. Uh, dad was in the kitchen. And he said, I fucking glued it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's oh, fixed. Mystery solved. Well, <laughs> He sealed those notes in there forever then. Uh, well, I was going to say, we've, we redeemed... She didn't tell me that. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say the mom redeemed herself that she no longer has the nickname of Snoops. I, I did just want to say, though, that we love our mom. We weren't bashing on her. <laughs> love my Snoops. Yeah, I, I think she was a little uh, put off by that. but So I did want to make note of it anyways. But hearing that dad glued it shut, sorry, you're back to Snoops, mom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Their opinions that you probably don't care about may or may not be shared by those who sponsor this podcast. Well, my real alcohol story, you bought the bottle for me. Oh, yeah. You drove it to Jackson's house in Linden. Do you remember that? He had that big ass, like super rich house. He had a pool in the backyard. It was a massive house. You brought me the bottle. Mm -hmm. I, I sent you the address and it was a, a bottle, a red, a red Smirnoff. It just said Smirnoff and I'm pretty sure it was just regular ass vodka. I bought you alcohol? You did because I wanted to, I, I said, Jamie, I want to drink. And because I told you everything and you were I, I, honest Abe at some point with you and in I, my life. I'm sure at this time I had begged you several times before you bought me alcohol so a few times. Yeah. I did? Yeah. I don't remember buying either of you guys alcohol. I was 17. So I think you had already started drinking. And that's, yeah, why, you were, that's why you were okay with it. But... I think I gave you $40 and you got me some beers, a case of beers, and then a bottle of Smirnoff. And, and I pocketed the rest of your money. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. But that, that was the first time that I drank and it was, it was rad. And you know how you guys said, you know, had a glass your first time or Steven had a little bit, got tipsy. No, we got fucked up and finished that <laughs> bottle. We finished the beer and... I ended up trying to crawl into the hot tub. I fell into it and splashed probably like two feet of water out of it. <laughs> oh, that was such a fun time. Fell yeah, asleep in the, in the tub. You're not supposed to cannonball into... Th you fell asleep in a hot tub? <laughs> no, not in the hot tub. Oh. In, in his tub in the house. It's like, damn, you are the... You fell asleep in the tub? That's even better, in though, In the actually. tub. Was I went, it full of water? No. Oh, okay. Puke. <laughs> full of vomit? <laughs> yeah. That's what, so did they... Were you placed in the tub, or did you go there of your own volition? I, w I went there to go throw up in the toilet, and then for some reason I looked at that and said, that's a great idea. I can just puke and sleep. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> that, that was On my paper. first time. It's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know those... 
Arizona iced teas that you know that yeah. people drink. I had the RX tonic one. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I had that and mixed it with vodka, and that was that actually sounds delicious. It was. <laughs> it was delicious, and that was the first time I drank. You supplied it. Every, everybody has those clever setups, though. When you've had a little too much, and you know that you know you could you could go one way or the others. Like I, I've before, it, my old room and stuff. I would fall asleep on my bed, but I would get as close to the edge as possible, and I would take my garbage can and lean it up against the side of the bed so that if I had to puke, I didn't have to move at all. I could just blah, <laughs> it'd be fall right into the can. Yeah. And th- that's all of our first times, first times drinking. Do we have well, any, like... Well, I was going to say, uh, I, I have a, a couple of stories of, like, party stories of people where they ended up in a bathtub, so I it's kind of funny. I do, too. Uh, you, you'll probably... I only remember it because I took a picture of it, and it's my favorite picture ever. Uh, but you probably remember the actual story better. I wasn't. I don't think I was partying at that point. Why are, are you Alex in the tub? Uh huh. Yeah. Does <laughs> <I, laughs> he listen to the show? I think so. I don't know if he's caught up, but what I, know, a dick. I, know, I know he's heard a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how we should. That's how we should greet yeah. all of our listeners. <laughs> hey, dicks. Hey, dicks. dicks. <laughs> Butlick. <laughs> I don't remember the story of how he ended up in the tub, but I, I do remember the picture and everything. It's a great picture, though. He's, you know, because Alex, he, he's a tall, lanky guy. He doesn't fit in the tub already. So he's got like one foot out and he's got his arm with, with holding a beer hanging out of the tub and everything. I am. I, I, do, do you remember any of the details? I don't remember how he got into the tub, but we have a really nice picture of him asleep in his clothes <laughs> in the empty tub. I Well, you have written down here, bread throwing caregiver. Yes. So... <laughs> I have I have bread stories, and I'm wondering if it's the same one. I didn't think you were there with me, but it's nothing specific. It was most parties that we had at that apartment. Alex always took it upon himself, no matter how intoxicated he was or was not. He we we would go get. Um, I don't remember who would do this. But one of us would always go get those like dollar dollar fifty French loaves at like Harmons and Walmart and shit like that because they liked having that bread. So he'd run over to the little cabinet. He'd start he'd rip a big old like medieval hunk of that bread off and he would just walk around and make sure everybody had water and bread and he was taking care of them to make sure they don't like get super sick or anything so <laughs> that's nice but he did it in true alex fashion it wasn't like here have some bread and make sure you're hydrated he would walk up and rip off a big fistful of bread and throw it at you just go eat it bitch <laughs> <laughs> so he was the caregiver making sure everyone was okay but he was aggressive that's where that started well because as we all moved on in life and had diff- moved to different apartments and stuff, there was always someone at our parties who would do the same thing. They would stuff bread in your face or, you know, it was to help, I guess, soak up the alcohol. I don't mm-hmm. even know what if it works, like if it's a real thing. I don't know if it's a wives tale or but yeah, but yeah. I always heard that eating bread with alcohol is bad because of the yeast in the bread. It probably is. Yeah, I we thought that was. We were probably just doubling down on our drunkness. Maybe, I don't know, yeah. I have to research yeah, that. Say tonight, I'll, I'll call you. I I have a picture of me and I'm totally drunk, and so is Jesse. But he's trying to help me, and he's taking. He has a handful of tortilla chips, and he's just <laughs> stuffing them in my mouth and just laughing maniacally. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we always have the the bread giver, if you will, mm-hmm. the breadwinner for the we, parties. We all won. But we didn't have any bread. Yeah, we were out of bread, so it was tortilla chips. <laughs> Every, yeah, everyone was the winner. <clears throat> I don't know why, but getting drunk, eating anything will help you. But for some reason, I always turn to chips or bread. <laughs> uh, it's weird. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I was always the kind of person who, like, if someone's had a little too much to drink, I'd, you know, go sit with them for a while and be like, oh, man, you're all right. Or rub your back. I'd talk with you. See how you're doing. But, like, always in the middle of that, we would just get assaulted with, like, bread in the face. Yep, just hey, the, eat it, bitch. And, like, you'd turn around and sometimes he would be, he'd be gone by that point. Slice would <laughs> slap you. Phantom. Yeah. Phantom bread fairy. I'm sure that, it, that we had so many parties at that apartment, it's become like the you know the party at the 8th North apartment, just like the summer of Taibo. You know? Yeah. Like they're all condensed into one. But I always tried to go around to the parties and be like, you know, what's happening in this corner? Who's over here? I would try to mingle with everybody as best I can instead of stay in one spot. And I remember I had just, uh, I, I, I had been in, in my room with the with the stoners. And <laughs> I was walking out to the next, what's, what's going on next in the party? What's happening in the kitchen? And. I walk up and we had this little teeny tiny like two person dining table in there because the apartment was small. I don't remember where we got it. Like it even like folded down on the sides to get even smaller if you wanted. <laughs> but Brandon was sitting there on one side alone and he had a deck of cards and he's just sitting there flipping through them. And I walk up or I'm, I'm approaching him before I even got there. He sees me and he like gestures me over like, hey, come sit, sit. I want to show you something. It's <laughs> like, oh, OK. And I sit down and. As he's like very sloppily shuffling these cards, he's just like, "Do you like magic?" <laughs> yes, yes, I do. He's just like, "I'm gonna show you the best trick ever." He's just flipping through them, doing all these things, and he separates the deck and sp- spreads them out with his thumbs. And he goes, "All right, pick a card. Don't let me see. Pick one anywhere in the deck." And I was like, "Okay." And grab it. He shuffles them again. He's like, "All right, okay. put them back Any- anywhere. Just put them back in the deck anywhere you want to." I was like, "Okay." And he goes, "But remember that card. Remember that card that you had." I said, "Okay." And he goes, "All right. Now pick one more." Pulls it out, you know, he's like, memorize it. Don't you show everybody else you want. Don't, don't, don't let me see it. You memorize it, though. I was like, okay. He goes, now put it back in face up. I said, okay. So I do that. He starts shuffling. <laughs> and he takes the whole deck and just, yeah, and throws it on the table. And like <laughs> half of the deck spills across the table. The other half falls to the floor. Just fucking everywhere. 52 card pickup shit. He grabs a random card on the table and he holds it up to me as fast as he can next to his face. But it, you know, he didn't realize it was turned around. So I'm looking at the back of the card. And he just <laughs> Was this your card? <laughs> Was it? I don't know. (laughs) I couldn't see it. it. (laughs) But like before waiting for an answer or anything, he just did that like squinty eyed, like he's laughing so hard smile that everybody does. You know, just like, was this your card? (laughs) Like it's over. Like that was the joke. That was it. Oh shit. I'm gonna have to look him up so he can teach me that trick. That's good stuff. It was is one of my like I said, not super eventful. I think it was one of my favorite stories that ever happened at a party, though. It caught me off guard completely. It was the best trick I've ever seen. I don't have too many party stories. I wrote down here uh, under Jamie, hated parties. He was a loser? Question mark. And then I crossed off the question mark. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Way, way, to, uh, way to bring that home. Nice. Um, but I, I have a weird party, but it, it kind of takes us out of state. And that's a whole, it's a whole thing that we vowed we would never talk about again with my friends and that uh, my wife doesn't like me recounting. So, so let's do it. I'll hold on to that for me. I want to hear Russell some stories from you. Oh man, I have too many. Just, just know you have my interest. <laughs> I'm curious what that I don't, is. I've, I've never talked about it. Wow. Really? And this is the place you want to do it. Yeah, you want to do You're it. sure about this. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It might, it might be a better place to end in case I want to cut it out. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I have too many parties. 
Because since since the night you bought me that bottle, it's just been all uphill too from there. Too many parties or, or down too many party stories. On. Yeah. <laughs> so so both. I I made you the drunk that you are. Yes. I made I created the Big Lebowski. Te- yes. Technically, Stephen did. If oh, you want to okay, be technical, good. I do want to be technical. Then if yeah. it's Stephen's fault, I want to be technical about it. Oh. But I hate vodka now. It's probably because of that. But no, I I just wrote down a couple of. I guess stories that I remember the most. One of them, uh, I used to go hang up at the orchard all the time, and you guys remember that. That was I was up there for two, three years all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the times we, we had a friend who owned a local orchard. Yeah, who we who just let me come up and just smoke weed and drink all the time. Doesn't matter. And so that's what we did. And so one day I went up there with our good friend. What do we want to call him? Joe what? Joe Blow Me? I can't call him that because, like, why? We got, all right, Joe Blow Me. (laughs) Yeah, I have two different stories, two different nights, so it'll be quick. But one of the times, uh, the guy who owned the orchard, we'll just call him Orchard Boy, man, old man, uh, he had a jazzy, you know, those things that old people sit in and, like, to scoot around to make it easier for them to, like, get around. Yeah, so he had one of those, and so me and Joe thought it would be super good idea to get really drunk and really high, really stoned, and just drive it home. Drive the Jazzy home? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's when they had just paved the canal. It used to be a dirt road, but now it was, you know, a nice, not bumpy road, and so we drove it on there. Smooth Jazzy ride. And it died. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever picked up a Jazzy. Those things it's are like a heavy. metric ton. Yeah. yeah. They are super heavy. And so we actually had to drag it through the horse field by the Rogers. Wait, wait did you shit. pick it up or did you push it? Both. We like and why it did you take it home? It. Why didn't you take it back <laughs> to yeah. charge it? We were already, we didn't want to walk up the big hill, the bigger hill towards Paul's house. So we went, we went up a horse field so we that's up, maybe a steeper grade. It covered, all, covered in but shit, horse grass. But less. <laughs> and Joe's house was right there at the end of the horse field. Yes. Like literally a hundred yards away. So we, we decided to drag it up there. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was terrible. So that was one night. And then another night, we got really drunk and stoned, and we were skating home. And that was back when I longboarded and skateboarded. So I had a backpack that had my skateboard strapped to it, and then I was longboarding home. But we were so drunk, I went and it was pitch black, and I went to go put my foot down to start pedaling, and I just went and completely missed the ground. And I flipped over onto oh. my back, but because the skateboard was there, I kept rolling. <laughs> So it was, it was just like, whoa, whoa. I thought I was God that night. It was rad. Those are my parties from Paul's. I'm a little more interested in this other topic you have written down for your party. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what does that even mean? It just mean? says PCP party. Oops. Oops. <laughs> so when, back when me and Joden lived together, we wanted to try some acid. <laughs> so, <laughs> like you do, As yeah, you do. yeah. So we got some, and Ninja was like, "This is gonna be really good. Let's let's have some." And so we did. It wasn't acid; it was PCP, and we didn't know that until after we had consumed it. <laughs> and the whole night turned into a terrifying event, where Tanner Nighthawk is what I'll call him because that's what he's been in my phone for twelve years now. He, he is Nighthawk. Yep, Tanner Nighthawk. I was wearing one of those little hats that resemble like a bear, you know? It, it was like pink and then it had little furry balls that I held on to all night with little bear the ears. What kind of bears have you been looking at your whole life? <laughs> it was just a bear hat with bear ears and I had that on and Tanner took way more PCP than I did and he thought I was a monster and so he tried to kill me. And that's Oh, I've heard that story. Yeah. 
that was that was my those my parties were scary. Now I just like to drink and hang out and have fun and good times. Those parties are I don't like those parties. Those are over. I do feel like there's a little more touch and play between Pink Bear Hat and Tanner tried to kill me. <laughs> yeah, there's probably. I'm sure there's something in between. What oh, he just said that I looked he didn't like the way I looked. Okay. Yeah. And so racist. He, yeah, right? No. No, I I spent most of the night in the bathroom with a single candle burning on the bathroom floor and my phone playing music and I was just scooting on my butt in a circle. And then I felt like I was getting sucked into a vortex on this PCP. So I grabbed onto the the towel rack, just going, (laughs) looking at the candle. And that was it. And then I came out and then Tanner Nighthawk did his his thing. (laughs) We had to hide the knives. He got naked and ran through the complex. And then Tanner came back and he said, I'm sorry I tried to kill you. Take that fucking hat off. (laughs) So I did. (laughs) Do you have it anymore? The hat? Yeah. No, I don't even know whose it was. Somebody Russell has a rare hat. When, oh. Ooh. <laughs> Wait. We were, you don't have it anymore? No. Then why would you say Russell has a rare hat? Because it's rare. Why would you? Well, okay. <laughs> so a rare hat exists. Yeah. It, it belonged to somebody that would come over and smoke lots of weed with us. And I believe he or she came and got it. I just had one final story that I wanted to bring up. And it actually it was at your house in Orem by the fire station. Okay. It's one of my personal personal favorite stories about Samurai Ron. And so he's... I knew it was going to be this story. <laughs> he's very... He's the most innocent of all of our friends. <laughs> hey, be careful. Did you break that chair? I guess. <laughs> Good thing you're going to the gym. <laughs> wow. Fat shaming on the podcast. Well, they can't hear how heavy you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Let's get back to the story. Yeah, we're moving. Oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> no. But Ron's very innocent, and it was his... I don't know if it was his first time drinking. No, because that was with me. Uh, this had to have been probably one of the first five times that he drank. And we he got there a little bit late, and so all of us were already drunk. We had been taking shots all night, drinking beers. And Ron gets there, and all that was really left was some red wine and shot glasses. And so Ron thought, you know what? I'll just shoot some wine. Because <laughs> that he shot wine, so that sounded easier for him, yeah. Because he, like I said, he's not a big drinker, he's a very innocent guy. And so, I think he had you know maybe four to six good shots of wine and ended up passing out on your carpet right in the middle of the room. Yep, and all of us started to fall asleep. But I remember that me and Wes were actually you know, helping people, getting them all to bed, putting them in their cars and ta- Ubers, whatever the fuck it was at the time. And Ron just started to go, brum, brum, brum. and we were like, oh, he's either dreaming or he's about to throw up. Like a sleeping dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, what oh, the he's f- dreaming. He's dreaming. We were like, what the shit? And then Ron just, as he's still sleeping, just went, <laughs> and all over your white carpet was red, red wine. Red, red, red wine. We like harmonized that. That You're was welcome. cool. Thanks. But I just remember Ron just going, <laughs> and me and Wes just being like, uh oh, or cute. And then it was red wine all over your white carpet. Well, would you like to hear my side of that story? Sure. Very much. So we were throwing this party at our house, <laughs> and I don't know. Uh, 
I don't remember exactly why, but we decided it was going to be a rager uh, because we were moving out in like three days. Uh, we, we were going to move to a different place. So we thought, yeah, whatever. Let's just have a massive party. And so we did. And uh, <laughs> the, it was all over the white carpet. The wine from Samurai Ron's mouth all over, just a big old stain that obviously didn't come out. But he wasn't the only one. Wes was in the bathroom already puking, just like like a lot of vomit. And then Joe also had to puke. So he went to run in the bathroom, but couldn't and didn't want to like puke all over Wes. So instead, like projectile vomited all up and down the wall. I uh, remember that. He covered his mouth and it was coming through his fingers. Just like spraying. I remember that. Mm -hmm. And the whole time, you know, Wes is getting covered in vomit underneath him as he's vomiting into the toilet. And then I just remember just looking over there while that was happening. I well, that happened. And then turning around to walk down back into the living room. And then Ron, Samurai Ron's on the floor and he's vomiting out wine. And I was like, yep, this was a good party. (laughs) Then then, uh, Jesse, meanwhile, I'm looking for him to be like, oh, should we wrap up the party? But he comes in the house. With no clothes on, wearing some girl's shawl over his shoulder. <laughs> I shouldn't say no clothes on. He just took off his shirt for whatever reason. And it's like in the dead of winter. It yeah. was either November yeah. or January. Uh, so he, I got cold or whatever. So he's like re- wearing a random shawl. And it was like, okay, this party is officially <laughs> like when the host of the party is like wearing some chick's shawl. I'm like whose shawl is that? Mine now. So, uh, it was just... It was really, it was a crazy party. But the best part of that story is we thought for sure we're going to lose our deposit. Obviously, we destroyed the carpet. The carpet's ruined. There's vomit stains up and down. I mean, we cleaned up as best we could, but there was just a lot of shit left over from that party that went on a little too hard. Uh, and thought, yeah, we're going we're gonna to lose the deposit. Um, but they forgot to the rental company forgot to mail the check for the deposit and you legally have 30 days to do it uh you have to you have to return a deposit to a tenant within 30 days so on the 31st day i called them and said we haven't seen a check have you mailed it yet she's like oh let me check they went and checked and realized today's the 31st day and they're like yeah we sent it out right now it's on its way it should be there either today or tomorrow like obviously i could don't sue us or don't (laughs) get us in trouble and it was the full amount despite samurai ron's stain on the carpet hell yeah like that's sweet but they had to they had to replace that carpet even professional cleaning services couldn't have gotten it out we drove by the house like a day and a half later and someone was already fully moved in it's like there's no way they replaced the carpet in that time (laughs) no so those whoever lives there now is doing so in a pool of samurai ron yep that was that party was a ranger. I I did enjoy that party a lot. It's just one of my favorite one experiences with you too. My friend, why do my friends puke all over people's stuff? I, I don't know. It's very rare that I get to the point where I'm drinking to the point where I'm puking. I I have a couple of those stories, but not so many because I just don't like getting to that point. It's no fun. It happens. You, you know, I mean, like like you said, you know, not. You don't like lime anymore or anything like that. The same thing with me and fireball, cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't do it. I, well, anyways, I don't know why I wrote down here that I hated parties and I was a loser, question mark. Cause now, well, I don't now know that why we're, you wrote down you hated parties. Now that we're recounting stories, <laughs> I've just, I realize I've been to a few, but I think it was more that the people I associated with, they were more partiers. I wasn't ever really so much a partier, but my friends were. And so I just kind of went with it. Because I'm I'm content to just sit on a couch and do absolutely nothing and just t- 
talk for hours and I love talking. So I started a podcast. Um, uh, but I, I was drugged to one such party is I had a couple, a couple of friends of mine were going out to Arizona and they wanted me to go with them. And they were like, let's go. It's just going to be like, I, we, we just need a break Two two of my gay friends. And they said, it's just going to be a big gay weekend. And they just wanted to party and just like go to gay club nightclubs and stuff. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I've always been, you know, fine with it. I don't care. Uh, they're f- fabulous and fun. And what are you doing? Don't you always call me out when I'm trying to be like considerate and quiet. <laughs> well, it's because you're not being, you are being the least conspicuous about it. It's like a fucking Mr. Magoo. Or <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Like, what the fuck? What it's the fuck so. Are you talking? Mr. Magoo. Yeah, yeah. No, do, that's do, not do. Mr. Magoo. Who am I thinking? Pink Panther. <laughs> when he's trying to be sneaky, but he can't because he's fucking Panther who's neon pink. No, I'm. I'm and you on. chewing ice I'm over there. Sorry. Anyway, my. Uh, get your vape out. Okay. No, go, no. Oh. I meant breathe it out, not take another one. <laughs> okay, okay. You can take another one okay. if you want. God damn it. Oh, they both did it. I thought you were going to quit. Nobody likes a quitter. Thank you. I thought you were going to quit. Nobody likes a quitter. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, two of my my friends, they were heading out to Arizona for the weekend, and they wanted to have, like, this... Work had been really shitty, and they just wanted to get away and have, like, a big fun... It, it was, they just called it the gay weekend and just a big gay weekend. And they really wanted me to go. And cause I, I, I played wingman for my best friend a lot. And so, you know, I, I'd go up and, you know, I'd help him rate guys or whatever. Uh, I, I, I played wingman and I was really good at it. And so they they said, you know, it, they, they did set the expectation. We're just going to go clubbing and, you know, we're, we're going to go to just different bars and just hang out all weekend. So, we arrived in Arizona. We drove out there. And the second we, the friend we were staying with, another gay friend. I have so many gay friends. They're fabulous. I love them. <laughs> uh, but we pulled into my friend's house and immediately shot. Here you go. It started the weekend with liquor. Oh, I thought you meant like. Pew. I don't. I was like, yeah. fucking what? Yep. Fucking killed my friend. <laughs> oh, like, man, man. If this is what a gay weekend means, I don't want to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> No, just the second we pulled up, they we started drinking, and almost the entire weekend is just a a haze of blurry images and doom 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 doom, like that. That's really that's mostly the only thing I remember because we did. We just went to different clubs and all these different restaurants. Sounds and like a good time. Drank the whole time, but the best night was the first night we went out to the club. That that very the very night we arrived, uh, we go to our first club. And it was a massive place. It had uh, two or three levels, and it was spread out pretty far. So we all kind of split up. And all throughout the night, we're on different... So, you know, I'm near the front of the club, and all of a sudden, the the guy who invited us down for the party, Tommy is his name, Tommy's there, and he's like, hey, hey, come over here, come over here. He's buying people birthday shots, and it's a shot that tastes like a birthday cake. It's this guy's birthday, man. Whoa. We have a birthday t- birthday cake shot. Ah. So we take it, and then he would dance off, and he'd be gone again and flitter away. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then I was, you know, me and my buddy, we'd make our way around the bar. And uh, so now now I'm upstairs. So I'm, I'm on the next floor, and 
different group of people. There's Tommy again. Come here, it's this guy's birthday, man. <laughs> Give him birthday shots. So take birthday shots again. Like, holy shit. He sounds magical. Like he disappears in a yeah. cloud of smoke. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> he just uh, it was more of a cloud of glitter. Just gone. And then all of a sudden, you know, you'd be in a completely different part of the bar five minutes later. Birthday shot. He, we did like six or seven different birthday <laughs> oh, shots man. with random people. Happy birthday. Yeah, like and it, it, I don't know what it, I, I don't know how many people were there celebrating their birthdays, but it was at least seven. <laughs> Apparently it was the whole club. <laughs> and then the best part was at the end of the night when we were like recounting the story, everybody was like, yeah, I kept running into Tommy. I was like, <laughs> you weren't there when I ran into him. Well, no, this was a different time. Everybody had different stories about running into Tommy doing birthday shots with people. <laughs> and so I don't know if Tommy was like making up people's birthdays. Yeah. And, yeah. So anyways, I hope so. And then uh, <laughs> the next day we woke up, and for some reason, the guy we were staying with, he was laying on his couch in a Tigger suit. Don't know how that happened, <laughs> but he's a, the guy is a, a crazy partier, super fun. That, but that's my, that's my big party story that I don't tell. Oh, and even though it was supposed to be some big, gay, fabulous weekend, I was the only one who got laid. And it was with, it was with a woman. Like, I should <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably clarify that, but... <laughs> Out of all my friends, they went there to meet boys and party, and I was the only one who hooked up with a chick. There you go. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. It was, no, it was a chick. (laughs) Was she wearing a Tigger suit? Uh, I don't remember. The wonderful thing about Tiggers. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a fun party. (laughs) T-I-double. Yeah, it was... (laughs) Well, and what made me think of it is earlier when I said whipped, every shot we had, it was shitty whipped vodka with diet root beer, and it ruined whipped for me. Never again. Yeah. Like, we'd be... That's disgusting. He'd be pouring shots. Like, we'd wake up uh, 9 a.m. He's pouring shots for everyone. So Jesse and I'd be like, yeah, cheers. Dump it in the drain when no one's looking and then (laughs) pretend to shoot it. Like, it was that bad. that's smooth. So I I don't know if Tommy's a listener, but if you are, Tommy... I dumped at least four shots down your kitchen sink. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Hashtag. Happy Anyways. birthday. Yeah, happy, happy birthday. Do a birthday shot for me, son. <laughs> well, we are pretty strapped for time, but this is a podcast with stories and opinions that you don't care about. Does anyone have any extra stories or opinions that they wanted to share before we wrap it up? Sleepy spaghetti. What is sleepy spaghetti? I don't even know what that is. Um... I don't remember the explanation. <laughs> Radical. <laughs> I'm the one who knows what it is. It was something I cut out of one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's what Russell calls spaghetti when it's uncooked. Yeah. It's sleepy spaghetti. Sleepy spaghetti. <laughs> That's right. Whoa. Did you ever eat that butter? I did not eat the butter. Okay. Steven's never going to eat the butter. I'm moving on. No, no, no. <laughs> she quit. I want to say it might be off, but the coworker who gave me the original challenge and the $50 incentive has quit. Okay. So not going to happen. She's like wiped off the face of the planet now that she doesn't work there anymore. No, but she's or? not legally allowed back in the kitchen. Right. And you have access to butter only in that kitchen. Listen, don't be a butter can't. Be a butter can. I, it's, I can't believe it's not. Butter. All right. <laughs> new incentive. I'll give yeah. you half of what she that? offered to eat. I it. can't believe the bet's not happening. What? I said new incentive. I'll give you half of what she offered to eat it. You'll, so the, my new incentive, I want to get this straight. I should be more 
enthrall like to to carry this out my new incentive is less incentive correct yes <laughs> no. because that's what happens when you don't when you make a deal and then don't follow through she didn't is follow the next through. time the she has to eat the butter? No. <laughs> she has to give it to me along with $50 and never did. She has to give what? Give it to you? The what butter, yeah. You? Oh, she has to... You're incapable of picking up butter. No, that's not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying if I shoot that amount of liquid butter and it fucks with my stomach or whatever uh -huh. all day and then I go to her and be like, all right, pay up, bitch. And she'd be like, oh, I don't have $50 right now. Honestly, sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill someone. You want to get paid first? No, I not necessarily. I don't want to get paid first or up front. I just want to. I want to see it. It's got to be there. It's got to be available for me to take upon completion. Otherwise, I'm just being. Like, a, this sounds like excuses. No. Otherwise, I'm just being an asshole who drank butter and yeah. fucked up my stomach for nothing because she has to run to the bank uh, every fucking day and she doesn't want to pay me <laughs> from there on. I think he's. I think he's pussing out. Twenty five bucks. <laughs> 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 Other coworkers have said they might still be interested in, in contributing. It sounds like you've had every opportunity, but you're just pussing out. Mm. Whose side are you on? We're on the butter side. Yeah, we're on the butter side. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps getting butter and butter. Butter. <laughs> well, Sorry, that wasn't really quite in the margarine of jokes. Oh, oh God. Damn. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that being said, every episode, we like to... Uh, we like to tell some stories, and then we like to talk about what we learn from those stories. Because, uh, I mean, it, it's really important to say what we learn. And I think with today's episode, we had a lot of fun, and uh, we told a lot of funny stories. And I, what I don't want to do, kids, all the kids that listen to our podcast, I just want to double down. <laughs> alcohol is not cool. Don't do an alcohol. We've had a lot of fun here today, but you know what's not fun? Alcohol poisoning. Alcohol poisoning. Under puking, puking wine all over your friend's carpet. Underage drinking. Yeah. But all that, the above. That's what I learned. Kids, don't do alcohols. Mm -hmm. What did you learn, Stephen? I learned that if you do do alcohols, don't leave your Kool-Aid vodka out by the computer. <laughs> Russ, what did you learn? And I learned if you do do alcohols, invite Tommy, because it's way more fun. Three <laughs> <laughs> birthday shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We, we learned a lot of good stuff today. So we're not extremely active on social media, but we do post occasionally from time to time pictures and follow up from stories and stuff. So just in case people are interested, Russ, where do they find us? Uh, in case you're interested, you can find us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, just by searching No Time Like Bro Time or NTLBT. And as always, we want people to share the podcast. And why should they share the podcast? Steven? Because you, you you got people who you think might enjoy it. You got if you want more interaction from us, especially on social media, we want to interact with you too. It's not a one way street, all right. We need you just as much as you need us. It's true. Yeah. If more people are tuning in, we see oh people do have an interest, and then we can start. We, we we will do start doing more episodes because we'll see that people are interested. Oh, we're getting more ratings. Oh, we're getting more listeners. Mm -hmm. We need to do more than once a month. Uh, but as it stands right now, I'm comfortable just doing it once a month with the listenership that we currently have. So if you want to hear more, you got to share and you got to uh, you got to share and you got to rate the podcast. Um, we do have a Patreon if you want to support the podcast. We don't have uh, a whole bunch of supporters, so the, it's kind of slowed down there. So, But for now, thanks to our mothers and mothers-in-law who uh, support us on Patreon. And Cade. Uh, and, and Cade. <laughs> yeah, don't want to forget Cade. You know what? I was going to say Cade's not our mom, but I, I think he earned that right by subscribing to our Patreon. 
Thanks, Mama Cade. Mama Cade. Appreciate you. Thanks, Snoop. Well, uh, that's that's the end of the show. So I'm going to sign off by saying, as always, I'm Mom's favorite. I'm Dad's favorite. And I'm Russ. Don't do a nasty. Be a good boy. Later, Butlicks. Was... Did you like that? Later, Butlicks. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Theme song. Not this rate. Good job, boys. That was a good one.